Welcome back to the Jake and Bauer Show. Our first guest this afternoon has a new book called Chasing Shadows, My Life Tracking the Great White Shark that comes out on July 11th. He was just a part of Shark Fest. With the sun setting, Greg seizes the opportunity to tag a different shallow water shark. Another very common species around Eleuthera are lemon sharks. It's a coastal species, a shallow water species. And if there's ever a, a fish that's gonna be impacted in any way by changes in the weather, I suspect it's gonna be one that lives in very, very shallow water. Please welcome Dr. Greg Skomel. Hi there. I'm gonna tell you right up front here, I've got the book in my hand and I've been paging through it and looking at uh, a lot of these pictures. Uh, I'll be the first to let you know that Bauer and I have scoured the mini uh, the Minnesota lakes and we have found no sharks yet. <laughs> uh, so they're still shark free. That was going to be one of my questions. As far as we know from our research so far, Doc, it, it looks shark free. Now we are limited. We've only done eighteen thousand of the lakes. We're still looking, but so far so good. <laughs> it's an undertaking. Well, let me know if you need any help with that. I'll send a bunch of interns. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Sounds yeah. good. Hey, can the sharks make it through like to Duluth going through the, the Great Lakes or they wouldn't do that? No, they they haven't shown that 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 uh, behavior yet. You know, so I think you're going to you're going to be shark free for for years to come. To be fair, oh, though, good, Doc, good. they haven't really experienced fried cheese curds yet, right? No, 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 most of them haven't, but you should send me some and I, huh. I promise I'll test it with white sharks. Okay. That, you, you know will. what? That sounds like a deal. If we get them cheese curds and, and get them some shell beer, Jake, they might make a turn and come up this direction. I know I would. <laughs> well, but you know, the, in the book, it's got, um, what's really cool. There's a map here that kind of shows where a lot of the different uh, sharks are up by, uh, you know, the, like Martha Stewart's vineyards over there. Like Martha Stewart's it's Martha's vineyard. Right, Martha yeah. Stewart's Vineyards. Right, um, okay. And that's that's not too far away from the opening that goes all the way to, uh, you know, like Lake Superior. So I think they could possibly be coming our way. <laughs> well, you know, when that happens, we will set a record and we will, uh, I'll, have a, I'll have plenty to work on for a new book. Yes. You know? um, so, you know, but for now, I think you're, you should be okay. But why? chase them that's what i'm wondering why just you know they're kind of dangerous why why just let them go Do, why chase them what's the intrigue behind chasing these guys well you know it's it's actually a play on words what we do you know the way we tag these sharks now is is we're looking for them uh, in shallow water and yeah, you, sharky 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 <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit like that we we put and i talk a lot about it in the book we put a plane in the air we spot them out and then we go over to them you know it, so I'm, it's kind of a metaphor for i'm in hot pursuit of learning more about this species and at the same time we do chase them and put a tag in their back in order to better understand you know their behavior their movements you know, how they behave, particularly in, in close proximity to people, which is where they occur here off of Cape Cod. And and you're seeing that play out right now. I mean, it, it feels like every summer we we get some kind of warnings up and down the Atlantic coast, right? That uh, whether it's New York or whether it's Florida, we've got sharks by the coast. Uh, people are showing on social media video footage of them having to run off the beach because of the sharks that are out there. Is there, is it because of the people at the beach that you start to see more of this? You know what I'm saying? Like it's not necessarily yeah. the sharks that this is what they do this time of year, but when you've got people in movement and perhaps, oh, I don't know, food for some of them close to the shore this time of year is that why they're there 
Yeah, you, you point out the fact that because so many more people go to the beach, not only does it increase the capacity to see them, but also, you know, the likelihood of people overlapping with them in the water goes up orders of magnitude. There's not many people swimming off Long Island, of course, in the winter, right. but the sharks move in in the summer. People flock to the beach. They get in the water. The sharks are feeding close to shore. You get these kinds of bites that we've been hearing about off the coast of Long Island. It happens all along the eastern seaboard because people try to cool off. So it has a, it has a, you know, definitely there's an impact of more people being out there. Now, so when, when you, uh, are looking at these sharks and you tag them. Have you ever been like just surprised how big or what kind of shark is showing up in areas? Well, we're focused right now on, on white sharks. So great white sharks off Cape Cod. Mm -hmm. um, and what's really kind of cool about it is we've identified over the last 10 years, about over 600 individual white sharks. And, um, and I see the same one sometimes year after year after year, which is kind of odd. You never think that way. And it comes to a fish, right? Right. And so we'll see a shark one year, I'll tag it. I'll see it again the next year. I know it's moved thousands of miles away and it's come straight back to the same restaurant, so to speak. Um, and that to me is really cool. You know, as we typically give names to sharks, we've done that quite a bit in recent years. It helps us better remember them, identify them mm. and share information uh, with the public about them. But, you know, that's just white sharks. We've done it with a number of other species as well. Have you named any of them Jack Russell yet? The singer from the band Great White. Have you, has, has his name come up at all? <laughs> not yet, okay. not yet. But if he wants to sponsor a shark, sure. we can make that happen. If you could make, if you could sponsor a shark, Jack, that would be fantastic. I know you're busy at county fairs singing "Once Bitten, Twice Shy," but if you could just for a second sponsor a shark, it could end up with your name on it. That'd be great. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. I like that. I like it. I think it'd be fantastic. Now, one of the other questions I have coming up a little bit later on in the show, we're going to be talking with uh, celebrity chef Sonny Anderson from the Food Network, who's talking about grilling against guys like Bobby Flay. And we all know Bobby Flay is just waiting to be taken down on one of these grill things. But the question I have is, you've been around shark. Is it even possible? I've never heard of anybody ever having like a shark fillet or grilled shark tacos or uh, shark and chips. Like I've never heard. Do is it edible? Is shark even edible? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's more popular on the coast, as you can imagine. You want to serve shark meat, you know, fresh. So it has to be processed pretty quickly. Yeah. But it's an excellent steak fish. You know, out here, you can go to bars, restaurants and get what they call shark shark bites. Right? Okay. Okay. Uh -huh. I like and, it. Know, they, deep, they deep fry them. Um, but a good piece of mako shark on the grill you know, cook it like you would swordfish is, is excellent. You know, now Makos are currently protected because we've knocked their population down too far, but there are other species that are sustainably harvested and that's what you want. You know, make sure you only take them from populations that are healthy, um, that are very good eating, very good eating. Okay. The last question I've got for you is just to kind of lighten this a little bit more is, is there theoretically a possibility that you could end up with enough especially the crazy weather we're having these days, enough of a crazy weather pattern where sharks could be delivered from one part of the ocean to another via a hurricane, or I don't know, let's call it a sharknado. <laughs> Great films, by the way. I've yeah. always enjoyed watching them. Yeah. Uh, highly, highly unlikely, kind of like finding 
uh, sharks in in your lakes. Okay. So, okay. Um, great entertainment, <laughs> but very unlikely. Unless One last a question. massive hurricane comes up Atlantic, the Atlantic coast goes and shoots across all the way to Minnesota and dumps them in our lake. We probably will not see them. Probably, probably okay. not. Not likely to happen. But please call me. Okay, please. We will. Last question. I've gone to a lot of uh, water places where they have you know Sea World, and you get to see these uh, different fishes in the aquarium, and then they have. Uh, you know, like the uh, dolphins, they perform. Are there ever any shark performers? Do they have any that like dance around in the water? No, no, no. And, and, no. and unfortunately, it's because they're not all that intelligent. That's an untapped market, I believe. <laughs> I think that's uh, that's somewhere, if, if you wanted to put on a really good aquarium show, yeah. you get yourself a couple of great whites and train them how to like jump in the air for biscuits. But like Doc is saying, they're dumb. Sharks are dumb, right? That's well, what makes it even more they're, impressive. They're not, they're not easily trainable to do those kinds of things. I mean, it'd be really cool if you could. Again, you know, add it to your list. You guys have a pretty good list now of sure. yeah. cool things you're going after. But, you know, again, and keep my number because this stuff, <laughs> stuff starts happening. I want to see it. Perfect. <laughs> All right. The book is called Chasing Shadows, My Life, Tracking the Great White Shark. Uh, I, everybody loves it. This time of year, especially with Shark Fest and Shark Week and all of the shark stuff out there. This is something everybody is into. Go check out the book by all means. Jake has got it in here. We've been looking at it all morning long. Machine. I shark. rented it every year this time. <laughs> different, different monster altogether on that one, Jake. Huh. Uh, listen, Dr. Greg, thank you so much for taking the time to join us and best of luck with the book. Thanks, Bauer. Thanks, Jake. I appreciate you having me. Be sure to check out Chasing Shadows, My Life Tracking the Great White Shark. It comes out on HarperCollins uh, label on July 11th. Hour number two of the Jake and Bauer Show, not having anything to do with HarperCollins, comes up here next. Wrapped in left, son. It's Jake and Bauer.